Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. I think the next thing I saw of Star Wars, uh, and people who are bigger Star Wars fans might be able to help me out with this if I'm slightly incorrect, but I I watched the uh, the infamous Christmas special, mm-hmm. and which, as a kid, didn't re- like. I was just happy to get anything of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Like I I don't remember that. I, by the way, I have not re- watched it as a grown up, but as a kid. And getting that cartoon of this Boba Fett dude was like, what is that? And I'd seen an image of Boba Fett and I was already a fan of Boba Fett before I had seen Boba Fett. Because <laughs> I just thought his armour was phenomenal. And then you would get those, like you'd be talking to friends and someone said, oh, I read in this magazine that he's got like a Wookiee scalp. And you go, what is this badass doing? Like, what is he up to? And they're like, oh, he's coming after Han. And it's like, and Boba Fett was like Darth, where you was like, well, how's Han going to get out of this? Like, he's a pretty good shot. Like, but if he's teaming up with Darth, Han has no, no chance. And so when I was going into Empire with the little bits that I'd read and the little bits I'd seen of Boba Fett, I was already thinking, I just, I feel dread. <laughs> I feel yeah, dread yeah, for yeah. some of my favourite characters here. But Boba Fett is such a lesson in building a character that he just had a sweet suit. Sweet suit. Said about three things. Right. And <laughs> you you were just left to fill in the blanks. Like. Just left to fill in the blanks and fill them in I did. <laughs> I have, so do you want me, I've, so for everyone uh, having a listen and thank you for listening and I hope you didn't overreact when I overreacted about taking your life if you're not enjoying the new Doctor Who but you keep watching it but the uh, I had been saying to Steele before we did this podcast that I was going to tell you something from when I was a kid uh, a big idea I had for a for a full on movie and you, you can't do it now but anyway, I told this to my friends and my friends and I, my friends were so excited by it, we extrapolated on where it would go. But we had an idea for a Han Solo movie before Return of the Jedi came out. So Boba would be after him, like he's gotten away, Boba Fett's after him and that, and then he turns the tables and he goes after Fett, which Fett's not expecting. So anyway, long story short, when he captures him, do you remember... And I don't know if this is canon or not, but there was the rumour as a kid that Han Solo used to be a stormtrooper and the reason he stopped being a stormtrooper was the way they were mistreating Chewie. Yeah, that's... 
well, it's all up in the air at the moment. But, right. Uh, but th- that has always been the, the the story is that Han was in the the Imperial Navy. Yeah. I'm not sure if he was a stormtrooper or a pilot or whatever, and yep. he sort of realised things weren't that cool and yep. and helped Chewie escape, and that's why Chewie had the life debt. Yes. To protect uh, Han at yep. all times. Gr- great backstory as well. Like as a kid, that that idea that Han had done that for Chewie was really awesome. Like, mm. it was really, oh, no wonder those dudes are just hanging out together in that ship. Like, why wouldn't you, right? So, anyway, with that in mind, they would capture Fett. Like, there'd be a big battle, and then in in the ensuing fight, Han would shoot the helmet, and the helmet would split. And when it opened, it would be Han. Because Boba Fett was a clone of Han Solo from Ooh. when he was in, a, in the Stormtrooper period. And and Boba Fett had also left the Imperial uh, uh, Navy. And was and that's why out of everyone... Like, he was a bounty hunter anyway. But that's why he had a hard-on for Han. Because that's the original him. And so that would intertwine them more. And I said that as an idea to my friends. Like, I must have been about eight or nine. And I said that to my friends. And my friends went, oh, my God. And then we drew comics about it. And, <laughs> and then so, so by the time Return of the Jedi came out, we'd already built up this idea of, like, we didn't know what was going to happen. And it was just so disappointing that he took Bobber out by accident. Yeah. That was the first, that was the first time, uh, that was the first moment in like there's only two things I don't really enjoy in Jedi. One is Han taking Bobber out by accident. And two, I even as a kid, I just because I thought the stormtroopers were so fearsome, I couldn't buy into cuddly toys taking them out. If that had been you know, like the 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 rumor of big Wookiees coming out and cracking their heads, I I would have bought into that. But as a kid I just couldn't buy into fluffy toys taking out something that I saw like as I said the first time I saw stormtroopers I thought what are they like they are really scary and so something fluffy taking something out that's really scary was a bit I was totally into the Ewoks fighting the storm like I remember just like just the I, I, I have like memories of the montage of when they, you know, they sort of show all different things going on with the ATST getting crushed by the logs and yeah. they're all throwing rocks on ropes and, and yeah. wicket cops around around there. Like, I just, I remember just being enthralled with that. And, yeah. You know, we've, we've discussed it before on the podcast, but the... It's such a cliche for someone my age to not enjoy the Ewoks. Either, yeah. But, but there's that Oscar snub scene where... One Ewok dies and the other Ewok mourns his yeah. death, and they should be they should be studying that at NIDA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest; I did find that sad as a kid. Uh, like you know, regardless of the jokes that are made now as a grown up, I did find that scene sad. But the, but overall, I still really enjoyed Jedi, and I was also a bit fascinated with where Luke was going and I think what you said about we should have it would have been nice to have a bit more of a taste of oh is he actually going to do something bad would yeah. have been uh, nice well, a lot of people um that talk Star Wars they, they've got a lot of changes for the prequels mm. but then the original trilogy I sort of feel like that's not analyzed that much mm. with like oh you probably probably should have gone that way with that like yeah and i think with that boba fett thing it definitely should have been 
the standoff that you're waiting for mm. was Luke versus Boba Fett. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like the bounty hunter with the jetpack versus the Jedi with the lightsaber who's just come of age. Yeah, I would have been I would have been into seeing Luke and Boba having a proper fight. I was really into the idea of Han and 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 Fett going for it, you know. But uh, but to me, Boba Fett was the kind of villain that I would have been up for watching all of our heroes fight him. Mm. Like he should have been he should have been that good that he was taking out like it would have taken the combined might of Han and Luke and he, Leia. Like Leia should have been like Leia was people forget that Leia was badass from from the first movie. You know, like her firing at him would have been pretty cool too. But then here's the flip side. This is the thing that I've got in my head. So Boba Fett, he's got all these weapons, the flamethrower, mm. all that good stuff. Yeah. He flies down, lands in front of Luke. And Luke just gives him the Django Fett Mace Windu treatment. Right. Off with your head. And that sort of just says, this is how good Luke is now. Right. Since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Like you've got the most feared bounty hunter, but this is Return of the Jedi, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, Jedi yeah. are back. <laughs> yes. I would. Well, you know, I just don't know why. Like they had all those crazy, fantastic bounty hunters. Like bring all of them in. Like let's have all the bounty hunters yeah. fighting. And having Luke just... Cut us way through them. That would have been cool too. Have the scene with Boba Fett's head landing in the Sarlacc and the Sarlacc letting out a burp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, it, it, it's funny you, what what you said was we we don't quite give the original trilogy as much of a critical uh, overview, and I I feel like the only thing that I would change from Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back is just let's not have with the kissy kissy with Leia like that would be the thing that I would take out or at least have a scene in the third film where they look at each other and go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool yeah <laughs> that would have been my final scene of Return of the Jedi if I was making it it would have been everyone happy and then Han saying wait a minute your brother and sister, right? And them going, yeah. So, like, well, what was up with that scene in Empire? And them looking at each other, go, ooh. And then John Williams' music kicks. <laughs> the John Williams banjo theme comes in. <laughs> yes, it's the Deliverance <laughs> version. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash steel wars for just three dollars a month you get a dedicated rss feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use sending the complete archives of steel wars episodes along with bonus patreon exclusives like movie commentaries q a's and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. 
Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash steel wars. And may that force be with you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.